G'day guys, I'm Aaron Schultz with episode 121 of the Outback Mind podcast. much joining in once again uh, now uh, get lots of uh, lots of feedback from people about trying to improve their health and what they can do to uh, to basically make some changes in their lives and you know what may be working way what may not be working for them and it's always a, a journey you know we're always tweaking things and, and I know uh, some of the healthiest people in the world uh, are always tweaking things with regards to their diet and, and being intuitive and and sort of, you know, working more with the seasons rather than rather than against nature, which a lot of us do. We're sort of, you know, force-fed a diet, which is um, pretty uh, pretty uh, nutrient deficient, um, primarily with what's being uh, promoted to us, but also, um, you know, not really great for our, our mental well-being as well as our physical well-being. Because if we're not getting optimum uptake from our foods, then our mental well-being does seem to struggle uh, quite a bit, and um, it's all interlinked. And we've got a really amazing intuitive guest on today by the name of Mason Taylor. Now Mason I, would, I reckon would be one of the healthiest men in Australia. Um, he's had a really unbelievable journey himself. We're going to talk a lot about that today but also he's founded a company called Superfeast which is very very uh, well known and well regarded. So they provide uh, medicinal mushrooms and also tonics and so forth to support our health. So if we are lacking uh, things in our diet, uh, basically they can uh, provide products which can uh, support that healthfully. Um, and you know their their products are, are awesome. Uh, they're, they're they're sourced from the best um, places from around the world. And Mason's um, really passionate about giving uh, people the right uh, advice and products. And his own journey is um, you know, inspirational in its in itself. So if we can all sort of take a leaf out of Mason's book, I think we can all live um, more conscious, aware and healthy, happy lives. So we're gonna dive into that today. So dive into some uh, tips and tricks on what we can do to uh, to maybe uh, shift our energy a little bit and uh, do some things which are health promoting rather than taking a health the other way. So I'm really sure you're gonna enjoy this chat. I really encourage you to share it with others as well. Please check out Mason's website, superfeast.com.au. We also, uh, we get support obviously, as you know, um, from our primary partners. So. We also have a company on board that helps us called Green Nutritionals. So while um, Superfeast are providing a, an awesome product, Green Nutritionals can provide other supplementation like calcium and magnesium and those sorts of things, which uh, can really support our, our diets and our mental well-being as well. Uh, so as you know, when the gut's working well, the mind will work well uh, also. So uh, really grateful to have those guys helping us out. If you want to check out their website, please do greennutritionals.com.au. Also, we get some support from MacForce Australia. So if you're looking for work in WA or Queensland, really encourage you to check out their website. Or if you're looking to hire someone, uh, please touch base. Their website is macforce, M-A-C-F-O-R-C-E.com.au. Alrighty, I really, I really appreciate you listening into this chat. Uh, I'm sure you're going to get a lot from it. Really appreciate your feedback, and I'm really keen for you to share this with others because I'm sure there'll be lots of people that can learn from this one. Mason Taylor, welcome to the Outback Mind podcast. Thank you, Aaron. So good to be here. Yeah, mate, really grateful for your time. And uh, yeah, strap yourself in, listeners, because we're going to have a pretty uh, pretty meaty conversation here about a, a variety of different things and, and well-being and, you know, our, our best assets, our well-being, I believe. You know, we, we've got to respect that. So there's lots to learn from this chat, mate. So um, I'm really keen to know about your own journey, Mason, uh, you know, where you were born and raised and and sort of, you know, your upbringing and so forth. Yeah, I mean, so I was 
born and raised in Sydney. So first house was over in um, in Hunters Hill. I think before before it got the real swanky reputation <laughs> that it does. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I had, um, yeah, I was like, I've, I've actually just been unpacking it recently. I've been after all my years of diving really deep into into um, ceremony, plant ceremony, going you know doing my own deep analysis, having my own cathartic experiences. Finally, got myself just a Jung, Jungian. Um, therapist so I can just like ground everything in and make sense of um, you know getting this thing called self-agency kind of really rooted in and anchored in mm. as I go along and so I'm just kind of exploring all my, my childhood at the moment but yeah my um, parents divorced when I was two and so just did the bounce between households growing up there in Sydney just you know it was you know it was um interesting i've got like as much as it was a pretty typical upbringing it was um at the same you know with like you know a bit of health focus dad was a martial artist um so had a, had a little had a little bit of a um a, an understanding of how to find my own center through that and mum mm. was a pretty progressive thinker as well but you know more or less it was a pretty t- typical typical upbringing in the in the suburbs and um and then yeah once uh, you know i mean, actually um george Cavasilis has been on the podcast we went to the same high school oh um, true really there you go Mm-hmm. Right, unreal. Well, different, different eras, different decades, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, we had the Catholic, Catholic bang on the head yeah. in high school. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so then after yeah after school, I just um, started that that part of me that itches to get away from you know, and ask questions. Um, just kind of took hold. I went travelling and yeah, became a, became a bartender, became a, a vagabond and ski instructor and all that kind of stuff and and then yeah eventually on on one of my travels um before i went back to uni i um had a moment where i dropped into my body and just had one of those yeah one of one of those stages i remember as a teenager i'd constantly been really thinking i, I really i'd hear statistics come on the radio about like this many people are going to get diabetes and this many people are going to get cancer and all that jazz and and I just I remember like kind of having a crossing of my fingers subconsciously going, gosh, more, not, not so much myself, but for um, my family going, gosh, I hope they're not one of the one and two and mm. all that kind of stuff. And that that reductionist statistical nature of the Western, um, the Western approach to medicine, although, you know, super useful if you can't be multidimensional and then slip into a more, um, you know, like, well, you know, where I'll get to what I what I discovered through the Taoist philosophy in you know, mm that out and connect you to something that actually resonates with nature and the way that things actually work mm. it um it it takes you into a um an excessive mind-based um obsession of avoidance and trying to find stagnant balance in your life rather than a continuous rhythm that can some you know like and, and dance um and song that can get in tune get in you know in in time and become more nuanced tight um you know expansive at sometimes tighter than the others and and so i i was over i was overseas and i um just had one of those moments think i just dropped into my body and i was just i felt that path of going down just the can you know it wasn't that unhealthy but i was just had some immune problems going on a little bit of like fungal stuff going on and i was just exhausted at like early mm. 20s and, mm. and I, was, I was just like you know what i, I don't I, that, that's the if i just stay apathetic um in regards to how i'm the direction i'm taking my life and my health and engaging with my body i can feel i'm going to end up down that at that point where 
inevitably I am just going to be like a, like a statistic or hoping I don't become a statistic and trying to take stagnant reductionist moves to reduce my, you know, reduce me becoming, getting this disease or that or, you know, and reverse getting my whole life into a rhythm that just resonated with a bit more purposefulness and the capacity for joy. Mm. Um, that's something that comes from my tonic herbal journeys as well. When you go back into the classics, they talk about uh, an, an intention behind the philosophy that emerges from and the consistent taking of these tonic herbs which are considered the endowers of the messengers from heaven though you know those herbs that are the best give us the best ability as humans to bridge between heaven and earth or mm. you know say like a fear-based survivalist approach to life as well as in you know in mitigating that integration with that from the heavens which is our, you know, our purposefulness and perhaps our vision mm. um, a little bit of context of more you know our, our, our larger journey whatever that is for everyone else and in that context they talk about the herbs being used to cultivate a capacity for spontaneous joy so it's not a it's again it's not a reductionist looking for to be happy or joyous all the time just you know you've got the capacity there and spontaneously when 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 it when it, when it's in in time with the dance and the song of your life you can have joy emerge and i really like they, these are the kinds of things i when like i'm getting a little bit ahead of myself so i um had a moment where i dropped into my body while i was over in south america actually i was like i can't go on that trajectory i need to go kind of the path for me at the time anyway just a little bit less trodden and i need to just take take my health by the balls more or less and just you know like yeah. and get just you know just not not go down that ambiguous route that and i talk about this a lot in herbalism you know if you can if you can start engaging with um your health and you can start getting a um a more uh long you know rather than just looking for balance if you can start to feel what harmony is and what you're doing now is um, how that's relating to your 80-year-old self and 90-year-old self, then then you really, you know, for me, I was like, hang on, that, I feel like that's the track I want to be on. And so from there, I just, after that moment, I got back from overseas and I just started diving into um, all manner of healthy, yeah, like what I considered healthy diets and detoxes and all those kinds of things. But I, um, I wasn't concerned with fixing anything, to be honest. I was just really interested in how I could lay foundations that would then allow for me to breeze through various difficult and and joyous stages of my life rather than getting to those difficult points or initiation points and then crumbling. Mm. And so that's what was in my head. I didn't know how to articulate it. But I was just like, I just wanted to prepare for the winters so that I could feel really secure and safe in my life and my body. And I knew that I wasn't there because immunologically I'd get sick and I was really able, I was, I was easily able to get exhausted. And so that stopped me from really engaging too much with modern herbalism, Western herbalism, modern Chinese medicine, because they're all symptomatic and they're all been like modern Chinese medicines, um, actually like a new type of a new medical system that is under the wing of um, Western reductionism. So it's a kind of like a, a not it's diluted. It's effective in its own way, but you've got to it, it's, it needed to be acknowledged that it's a new, different medicine to the classical Taoist, nature-based um, Chinese medicine that the the class that we uh, learn about when we go and read the classics, um, when we go back to the natural. And so I fell into that discovery of tonic herbs and Taoism, and that there I started gaining a terminology and um, the practices 
to gain an understanding of not what health was in the West. It's like, what's healthy? Healthy is this checklist, and you tick, 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 and you go and see, are these biomarkers healthy? Oh, tick, tick, tick. You are a healthy individual. How many times, you know, have we heard of people go into, um, into doctors' offices and say, you know, I've got this symptom, I've got this going on, like, I'm, I'm screwed, especially on, like, men, men are heavily, it's really prominent in women with, like, menstrual issues, and they um, hormonal issues and it's just like listen there's nothing going on all your biomarkers are fine you're you know it's just like you're either making it up or you're crazy like the amount of times that still gets said today yeah is is wild you know you people think oh yeah you're saying that but that doesn't really get said anymore maybe like 10 years ago it's like no that gets said all the time mm. all the bloody time mm. no get out of here there's nothing wrong with you which mm. is mm. because we have reductionist markers rather than starting to get the terminology and understanding, which is this is why I started really engaging, um, you know, maybe just a bit over a dozen years ago, with these concepts of how to get in rhythm in, in, the, in the sense of how to, un- how to support your body in undergoing those so transformations of, of energy within your body, You're transitioning from stage to stage, transitioning from yin to yang, mm-hmm. from getting up to going down, um, so on and so forth. This will all... As we as we elaborate further, I'll be able to make that less less ambiguous. Mm. Where that lead, led me is to I started. There are particular types of energy where we zoom in on the ever prevalent universal chi, and we start saying there's ways that that expresses itself that is yin and that is yang. Everything can be viewed that way. But then you can view in a little bit more and say, okay, when chi is in this formation, that's when it's going through, you know, has like a a sprouting wood-like quality to it. And that's when it's moving through this system of the liver um, or system of the kidneys. And it, you know, takes on the qualities of water. Mm. And when you start, when I started getting into that way of feeling my body, all of a sudden, when I was getting in touch with a particular type of energy, say, you know, like we'll talk about like Jing energy, foundational Jing energy within the kidneys, that that's like your, that's your storehouse of energy and your capacity to, you know, no, you've got lots of Jing, you're not going to age and degenerate prematurely. When, you, when you've got lots of Jing energy because your lifestyle basics are dialed and you're taking Jing herbs and you're not living excessively, you can ensure long term you're going to be able to have nice strong bones, nice strong knees, your cells and everything's going to be able, your flesh is going to be able to regenerate and heal. And so that, that Jing energy is emanates from a collaboration of various types of organ function internally. Um, you know, if you go into the Western sense, it's going to be uh, a various um, dance between particular hormones and how certain hormones are able to be deregulated and upregulated. Mm. That is something that's kind of just kind of taken on, like that's almost spoken about flippantly in the West, mm. your, your ability to, you know, to, to deliver an appropriate amount of adrenaline in the morning and then, and then you're not having to rely on, say, a particular practice to ensure that your, um, that your adrenaline can descend and you can have those other more appropriate hormones come as the day starts to unwind. Mm. But ensuring that embodied within you is your capacity to transition between different phases. That is a type of... And if we, if we come back and say that is going to um, have a lot to do with 
your experience of your jing energy your constitution and if you guys can look at you know keith richards he's got a lot of jing energy he can he can go 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 back it up and he's seemingly you know nothing's going to destroy him that's someone with a really strong constitution and someone who inherited a lot of jing um it's possible through our lifestyle and working within harmony with our unique self which is something that we don't see in a western model it's all standardized which takes away our capacity to discover our unique rhythm mm. our unique song and dance and our own because that's not a, that's not a stagnant thing we we are in a co-creating process of how we interact with natural rhythms and how we interact with how we take our visions or what we find out you know we, what we what we get an inkling of what is a purposeful way of us living within this moment and then how we take intentions and actions and put that into reality that's so unique and that is just like there's no people might like the idea of fate being like it's either going to happen or it's not going to happen whatever and that's you know that's i find that a little bit a hint of truth with a with a hint of bypass as well because you've got to have skin in the game and if you've got an education system and a way of thinking and and you know dare i say indoctrination that doesn't allow you to break out of the reductionist you are not an individual these are the markers of health across the entire population if you don't have the opportunity to go deeper into a nature based capacity to say relate to your own jing and how does your life relate to your capacity to not get exhausted cultivate jing so you can have strong foundation jing's also related to strong sexual essence mm-hmm. um long uh, deep capacity to relate to your sexual essence in a way that's unique and not you know and then not to fall into external um habitual patterns or ideologies that take you out of um out of that cultivation pattern that's that's jing energy and again we're, I'm, i'm kind of we, we will land this in practical terms i'll stay floaty in the <laughs> in the beginning and so that's I, i i i was like it was my first you know i i was rambling on about this and i was like um i would i i'm definitely this is just a story my wife always tells me because you know she's studied a lot of yogic texts and a lot of buddhism and as you would have i'm sure you're familiar i might butcher the story but um after you know and i'm not equating myself to buddha in any way hope everyone gets that i just i just like the story but um when he comes from the bodhi tree i believe it's the bodhi tree and he's like wow you know cracks he's like wow you know i'm getting look at the, i'm getting some intense insights here and oh my gosh like the secrets of the universe are kind of unfolding oh, yeah. and 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 then ran up to people and were just like oh my gosh you know i've got these all these secrets of the universe and people are like you crazy motherfucker well, get the fuck away from me and he's <laughs> exactly. like okay i've got some i got some work to do here <laughs> learn how to actually communicate this and so i um i yeah it was in my early 20s getting these insights going from you know my group of mates who i still um still love and cherish and um and can still play scallywag with you know who are just really still just you know it's their their you know their their journey at the time to just you know keep on hitting the pub and um you know maybe the races every now and then and um you know then just you know they just kind of all live in the same suburb that we grew up which is yeah which is really good i find it really admirable to be honest like like looking at how they designed their lives at times and mm. how uncomplicated it is but you know for me it just was never going to stick mm. and so i there i was having all these insights about like this the way that we're relating to our health is bullshit mm. i believe in in terms of it's good, and it's really irresponsible 
if we get practical, it's a really irresponsible way to um, spend taxpayer dollars and just keep on copying the, the, the level of degenerative disease, um, stealth diseases that are allowed to come up because we let people stay in states of exhaustion mm. and unable to um, get into a capacity of, you know, really taking on the sovereignty of designing their own lifestyle in relation to what they can feel. Hey, when I, when I live this way, I start getting exhausted. It's actually running against the grain of my, you know, dare say it, biology or my energetic biology or my, the capacity for energy to transform inside of my body. Therefore, I'm leaking jing. And so a lot of people in the West and a lot of issues, you know, in Taoism, in, in, in the kidneys are the foundation. Digestion, um, you know, the, our protective capacity um, and mental health as well. The kidneys govern the, the marrow within the skull. So there's no brain organ in Chinese medicine. It's just called the sea of marrow. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking is an isolated to it, but nonetheless, it, it plays a crucial role. And so that's where I always start with the kidneys. We don't allow people to have a really deeply personal relation to how do you live without leaking jing? How can you learn to live where you're, you know, you're mitigating the risk of leaking the jing? And how do you then have a lifestyle where you can actually start figuring out what revs your, revs your engine <laughs> and, yeah. like, and actually starts topping it back up perhaps? And, you know, and then, you know, and at that point you kind of can, you know, there's going to be times in life where you have to like hustle your ass off. I'm kind of in one of those at the moment, running a decent sized company, got like 32 staff currently, got a a four year old, got another on the way, we're supporting our community a lot. So we're on, Mm. but I've, and at times I, I, I kind of I misstep and I do need to, you know, realize who oh, I'm really walking on eggshells here. I need to pull back and restore myself. But not often. I, I, to an extent, I know how to ensure that I'm not going into states of really pulling from my, res- my reserves, kind of like pulling from superannuation. But mm. people take it really seriously with their money, you know, going like, you do not pull from your superannuation if you're living at like a, you know, in the way that we've been taught how to, you know, work with money, you've just got to have enough money to get through your retirement. And in, in that context, we, and, you know, and to an extent, it's, it's really wise. But, uh, you know, we know that example. Like if you pull from your super and you get to 70 and you've got nothing left, mm. you are up shit creek. And that's how it works with our Jing energy. Mm. We get to 60, 70, 80, and then you're not in your life cycle anymore where you can actually regenerate your own tissue um, and also provide the foundational fire and water to create life within yourself mm. continuously because it's the source of life in, in the body. You get to the point where you've run out of reserve. And when you run out of reserves, which is everyone's program to do, work your ass off and sacrifice more or less, even if it's unconscious sacrifice, or sometimes it's a real noble sacrifice as well, which, you know, for, for our family or for our cause, all well and good, but it doesn't help anyone when you get to that stage where you need a lot of jing to, as, as I was talking about earlier, in having the capacity to un- and the energy to undergo um, an initiation. And as you know and have seen, and I've, I've only seen it a few times because it seems rare these days, watching someone go through the initiation of, like, you know, being, you know, like the, the real, like, you know, say head of a household or, you know, going through those years of hustling at work and then 
completely releasing of that identity um, embodying everything that was you know can has the potential to um, to um, um, dilate dilute down into um, into wisdom and then move into the elder stage of life which is are going to be a different way of looking at the world and relating to yourself that takes a lot of energy mm. and what happens instead if we live you know day out in, in, a, in a way that as I've, I've kind of spoken at length about it but if we can um you know, well, what happens at that point is we're on eggshells and then we of course we become institutionally dependent with our health and so that's when everyone is you know not that it's a bad thing to have drugs and surgery but to be complete, completely dependent i think we can at least agree without it being a moral right or wrong kind of thing it's a but it would be amazing if we didn't have full health dependence on drugs and surgery in order to operate <laughs> when we get to the age when we become elders mm. and imagine you know that what that tells me as well is if someone's gone through that work i'm sorry i'm rambling on a bit but this is oh, this is i'm giving you that whole basic synopsis <laughs> of where i'm at right now <laughs> it's important um what what I what I see that the crux of that being because everyone finds my herbalism and um, anyone that knows Superfeast well enough will know that I'm banging on as much about the philosophy of Taoism and um, and the way that we we can walk acknowledge that lineage and the millions of people that gave um, countless um, hours and millions of lives in order to derive what is now a system and a, and a, well, I say a lineage, it's like a collective understanding um, and a philosophy that doesn't have a deity and doesn't tell you how to, what to believe in or what your life should be. But what it is, is it's just a, a few little generalities and a few little like lessons on what the rhythm of summer is, what the rhythm of your kidneys are, what it means when you're having this excessive emotion, so on and so forth, and hopefully laying a little bit of a topographical map to your body um, so you can lead back to perceiving it within yourself and then taking control of your life and your lifestyle so you don't end up going against the grain of yourself and nature mm. and if you can do that that the whole point of um i've talked about one treasure being jing mm. which a lot of people come to tonic herbalism they're working on jing and that's a good place to start but at the, the, a lot of the time it's like in a good way it's all superficial I don't want to be tired anymore. I want to have greater endurance. I want to have greater um, athletic capacity, mm. um, so on and so forth. Really great places to start. If that's, the, if that's the only way you're relating to it from a Taoist perspective for 30 years, then it becomes a little bit vain. And it's like, all right, well, let's, let's see if we can get some other, um, other ways of relating to the herbs un, under you. But what, we, you know, what, we're, what we're really trying to do through... Um, the Taoist philosophy, if we have any kind of intention for ourselves that then spills over to other people that um, will enjoy coming along for the ride and maybe learning a little bit from from this lineage that we're keeping the spark alive for, as well as many other people, of, of, of course, is Jing is the primary treasure of the body that is worth, we need to guard, um, at least guard, ideally cultivate. That's like the, the base of the candle, the wax of the candle. If the wax is gone, you don't have a candle anymore. And so we all have a limited amount of jing. And then the flame is the chi. Um, if we can cultivate our capacity to generate and utilize chi, that's the way we animate our body every day, move thoughts and emotions and move the body in, in, in and around. But the ultimate intention is to, through having that 
those two treasures cultivated what we what we really bring forth is a capacity for the light of the candle to be bright, which is our Shen. Mm. And so for, for in all Taoist philosophy, where the way I put it is we're looking for as much as possible to have integrated humans in an integrated um, world who are in rhythm, in rhythm, in time with their own song and dance and aren't so egoically bent that they don't want to listen or dance to anyone else's song as they go along, you know, without losing their own song and dance and understanding who they are. Mm. If you can do that, then you have humans that are well capacitated and they ha- it's far less likely that they are going to become assholes mm. when, they're, <laughs> when they're older. Um, yeah. And it's, it's a thing, like, you know, having the capacity, like, you know, the big one of me at the moment, I don't talk about publicly of what I want to do with my, you know, my company is just so, you know, if I can, if there's any, any kind of support that we can give to the physical through this philosophy so that our capacity to animate ourselves and keep on going through the hard and trivial times, you know, like we see perhaps there's a little bit more energy and capacity to hold on and we don't see so much like such a high divorce rate. Mm. We don't see, you know, then if you go down a little bit further, the one people can handle me talking, handle me talking about a little bit more is having 70 or 80 year olds that have really had so much chi and jing gathered in their body and they haven't, they haven't spent it um, like a fool through their lives. Um, which can, you know, is a judgmental and and subjective thing. So don't take it too, don't take it too literally. The full, the full thing. You know, I like being a full. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, you know, I'm also um, a, like a um, budding stand-up comedian. So I actually enjoy the full archetype. So bunch of like being called a fool for any reason. There, I, I, I consider myself somewhat of one. But if, um, if you have gone through that process, it's far less likely that you are going to not only enter into your elder years and not hopefully not be completely um uh reliant upon um drugs and and surgery you can also not be reliant upon external ideologies Mm. and a grasping therefore to your identity and if you can do that you're not going to be one of these elders that's just out there waving their finger and not understanding the younger generations mm. and projecting all your shit and hate and frustration and timidity and anger upon your, um, the, your, your children and your younger generation and start becoming, you know, like become dr- emotionally draining. Mm. Um, mm. And that's, it's, a, it's a thing that I don't, I, I don't think it's, I don't judge when I see it happening because you know, first of all, I don't know how I'm going to go. <laughs> you know, I might, I might absolutely be a prick and maybe that'll be, and maybe that was, you know, destiny for that to happen. But I think in general terms, if we can, I think we know these people, we've been around these elders where they just have that water off a duck's back capacity. They, mm-hmm. they know who they are. They can hold themselves. Mm-hmm. They know when it's an appropriate time to share some wisdom and when it's time to just shut up. Mm-hmm. And they're not um, dependent on you swallowing your you know them swallowing your um you know your rhetoric or um you know taking on your opinion and you know and and so because because you're ossified and your shen's ossified you you've you've you know you've you've most likely um the flame's gone out within within the kidneys therefore within your digestive system and therefore you know, you, you, you start that process, you start getting deficient in blood and you start getting deficient in blood. That's where the heart gets a little bit of acuity. The heart starts getting you know, a little less chi, um, flow of chi and the, the Shen, your spirit, 
your personality, your, your consciousness that allows you to integrate wisdom and bring it forth into the world from that part of you that's maybe, you know, connected to something else within, um, within just connected to yourself within the, the wider universe, mm. that it's, it's harder for that to get distributed into your body yes. and be embodied because it travels in the blood. And that's what you see. Mm. That's what you see um, at the moment. I don't, know, do you, I don't know if you know Yost. You should get him on the podcast if you haven't. Mm. But he's a, he's a Taoist um, up there near Noosa. And we just did a podcast and he's just like, look, everyone who's just like flipping out in fear right now, it's because there's like a weakness within their body because they're deficient in blood. Yeah. You're deficient in blood. You don't have your Shen isn't there delivering your own basic, your autonomy and your own wisdom to the rest of your body. And then you get your weakened Jing and your weakened Jing. You've got no roots in the ground. You can get blown over by any bloody narrative mm. or any issue or any, you know, you take it so personally. Oh, my God, I fucking fucked up that, <laughs> you know, I've lost my lost my family in this. It's all me. And mm. you start crumbling Blimey. down into the, like, you know, it's my fault or it's all their fault, their fault that, you know, that's just the, <laughs> it's mm. just the root of all, you know, that which, you know, of, of like, you could say is like becomes evil mm. in our own lives and um, and takes us o- t- takes us over it possesses us mm. and so in terms of like you know, in terms of my life and where I'm at like that's I, I I got into Taoist tonic herbalism I've been doing it for ten years and that's what keeps me going and why I'm still building <laughs> building the business and still banging on about the philosophy and the lineage that we're you walk you and you got to walk. Um, um, mindfully and, and gracefully and with reverence when you're working with an actual lineage mm. and it's something as you know i think i will it's very trendy to say that you know and especially around you know byron and all our conscious hotspots is to be like yeah i'm i'm, I'm of this lineage now mm. and that's again this is you know you get so easy for the um for the ego of yeah. uniqueness i'm special to slip it you know slip its hand into that glove yeah and absolutely. but if you learn walking the lineage, I'm, I'm, I'm actually just starting to learn it now, and um, I believe, and that's where, and that's what I'm doing with Superfeast in my life right now, and um, yeah, that's a, that's a little bit of my backstory and my intention. That's awesome, mate. Um, you, you're right. Tony will know, know, will tell you this, or will, will, will guide you about attachment being the cause of suffering, as she would have uh, learnt, um, you know, through Buddhism and so forth. And and you, you're dead right. I'm. I'm, you know, I'm attached to being a raw foodist or I'm attached to being whatever it may be and people bounce from under the other all the time. Uh, the, real, the real gift is to be intuitive enough to be smart with what's going on within your own body and, and really uh, honour that. And, and that's, that's personal, it's highly personal, you know. You don't have to be someone that publicises what's going on for you. And I just think a lot of people have read, read the Woman's Weekly too early on in life and they've been able to... Uh, use that as a platform of comparison <laughs> and um you know yeah 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 or, or, the, or the men's health magazine or whatever it might be but um mm. but yeah you know we, we we really don't need to be attached to being uh labeled with anything or or um you know earmarked with anything in particular if we're actually smart and intuitive enough just to be in tune with our body and continually tweak that so we're actually optimizing your health i think um is, is an individual journey and, and you know Mason you probably went through the same upbringing as me like you know something's wrong so you go to the doctor he puts you on antibiotics and you know your body's confused um, you know early on isn't it and um, uh, you know I had a, a long history of uh, I had a brain tumor removed when I was a little boy and then you know obviously measles mumps bloody glandular fever all the things that come along 
later on. So I was in this constant flow of sickness, um, you know, through my youth and childhood, and and you know, you, you just think that uh, that the 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 GP, um, which 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 will give you a fifteen minute consultation, really understands you as an individual, and they they don't, you know. Uh, we need to be able to be intuitive and smart enough to discover what it is within ourselves so we can self-heal. And, and I just believe that power has been taken away from us. But the things that you're talking about, it's very simple. And I never actually uh, you know, looked at it like that. You've explained it really well about the Jing and the Shen and, and how that sort of marries together. So you actually understand you know, the processes of what's going on in your body and how that's impacting you. And you know, just getting off track a bit, I love that my, my dream is to be able to develop some x-ray system where someone can observe what's going in their mouth and how that actually works throughout their whole body. So then they can have the, uh, the uh, awareness of, of what's actually going on and, and, and what might be healthful rather than unhealthful because what's, what's invisible uh, is, is not in our minds. We just consume something and then we just think uh, nothing of it. But if we've actually got an awareness of the process of what our body's dealing with, I think that's a whole game changer in itself, you know, but there's very few people that are actually intuitive enough to understand it. It's interesting how you just talked about, like, you know, putting something in your mouth. It, it, it is interesting the extent to which Jing, Jing, is, it get, people get, it gets really complicated for, for a lot of people when you go into the nuance of what it is. But Jing is, um, emerges when you have, let's just say a word that everyone kind of can understand is, you know, a sustainable way of, of living your life, meaning that you're not spending more than you're, you're putting in. Mm. And that can get very simply dialed in by, and I know this is, you know, I say it's simple. I know, I know it is actually, you know, a, a large endeavor. So I, I don't mean to um, diminish it in any way. But if you, if you can really have a, a long-term intention, which is where the rubber hits the road from, you, you know, having your vision come down from, you know, say in the Taoist, you know, just use the, the word heavens lightly, but um, that which is a bit more ethereal, your intent, your, your, your vision and your purpose coming down from the heavens, meeting your, um, you know, your, your fears and, you know, mourning that which is lost, which is a very earth, earth-based organ virtues and, and, and emotions in the middle of your your actions and your intentions. And if you can keep in your intention that chop wood carry water capacity to just have your the way that you're approaching sleep dialed in and just create it as a principle. And even though right now you might not have it perfect, keep on holding that intention for your sleep to remain a priority. Even if you think you're being a hypocrite by having that as one of your, you know, your guiding virtues or principles or values, mm. keep that intention and don't throw it out of who you are. Likewise, moving along the, the chaotic road of figuring out what's an ideal diet for you and what's not within this very abundant um, yet myopic world, Western world, where we have access to everything and nothing in regards to our nutrition. Mm. Um, if you can, those basic lifestyle factors, you know, maintaining that hydration ensuring that you're you know you're, you're not you're not you're not pushing your body um outside of its limits if you can get that as a as a lifelong practice mm. and do it uniquely for you then you have laid the foundations it's a bit easier for men that our, our trouble comes on the emotional um the emotional space um uh, but we we've got an appropriate amount of blood and an appropriate you know through through exercise as well an appropriate amount of muscle um through going in and you know disen disengaging from that adrenalized nervous system mm. um whether it's just through you know a, a quick a quick walk through nature 
um, a more extensive walkabout, meditative practice, mm. yin yoga, so on and so forth. Then these are the never-ending chop wood carry waters. But then there's, of course, these in what what invisibly emerges from that is you are building blood, mm. and you are going into that place where your body can can go into a um, restorative place and continue to ensure that our foundations are healthy. Mm. And if we if we can start there, we are so far ahead already in ensuring that we can stay on top of you know watching and ensuring that we don't fall into um, any mental dysfunction that just grips us all of a sudden because we don't have the blood mm. and we don't have the muscle and we don't have the capacity to transform from an engaged nervous system to a relaxed nervous system you're so far ahead and mm. and the last one you were saying about like um you, you like something there's something about like um we're talking about identities and just um f- falling into like I can't remember your wording, but you know, I'm. Uh, this is who I am. I'm this. I'm that. Yeah, yeah. It's another another thing. Just that that external attachment. I I think one thing we haven't been taught is we. I always think of I'm walking, you know, through the, like on this uncharted jungle track through life, and at times there's a po- as I'm falling over and I'm tired, I'll grab onto a post, and that post might be a certain dietary ideology. Or now I'm actually and I'm a CEO and an entrepreneur and and I'm a father and I'm, I'm I'm a family man now and I'm what like I've at times become so dependent on my um on yeah. my particular dietary ideologies that I you know it, rather than just seeing for what they were a beautiful post that helped me stay up along that track for a little bit of time and then learning that process of then letting it go as I keep on walking. Yeah. Um, likewise, I've got stung from that over over identification. And then as I moved into that point where it's very appropriate for me to be like, you know, yeah, I'm like, okay, like whatever a businessman is, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to engage with it and being a father and, um, you know, being, being, you know, being the man of this house. And I've just been like, even though I'm stumbling around looking at this dark path, um, I, I do need some support. I won't grab a hold of that label, even for a minute, just to get me up because I'm so scared that I'm going to get over attached to it once again. Mm. Versus going, no, just hold on to it for a little bit. Find what, you know, there's, there's lots of archetypical stories in psychology and mythology that tell you you're entering into this phase of your life and these are the archetypes you may be feeling. And then, of course, it's really, oh, gosh, yeah, that's who I am. And it's very tempting to then get overly identified and say that's who i am but remembering that there's going to be that transition process where you and you embody what that means to you on a very personal level to your biology chi psychology spirit purpose and then you can let it go and that's that's the elder thing that's when you when you meet one of these elders you're like oh, you're this and you and they're just too slippery they're like yeah whatever cool you want to call me that i'm that yeah but the, for them just can't touch them no, They're like, I, I know who I am. I've been. I can. I can grab a hold of a post. I can walk over there to that post with you and say, "Yep, this is who I am. I'm this. I'm a. I'm a this or I'm a that." And then they can just walk away from it. Where you're like, "Hey, where are you going? You got to. You got to. You let go of the post. I can't move. It's just like, no, let go of the post and just come and, you know, orient yourself in in the journey in life. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, what no. a skill we weren't taught. Oh, mate, there's so much that we weren't taught, and and. And once, once you, 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 the key word you said there was let go. Once you let go and you surrender to all that, that is and everything will, will, will come to you and that's when the truth starts to unlock and that's when you become intuitive and then there's, 
there's all this connection which was so much greater than you'd probably experienced before. And that's why yin yoga, as you touched on before, is good because once you do let go, that's when the healing can happen. And I believe if you're sick, you know, the best thing you can do is let go and just let the body do its job, you know. Uh, everything's trying to work with us. So I was having a conversation with a guy earlier today who's um, got a PhD in sustainable living, really clever guy. And, and you know, we talked about this. I brought it up. I said, what, what is it that's threat to humanity, uh, really? What is it? There's, there's, there's four things we could work out. There were crocodiles, sharks, which are in the water, and mosquitoes, and and some march flies or midges or whatever you know there's not much else here trying to hurt us you know uh, i hate them i hate them so much <laughs> what's that oh yeah i'm not i'm not a big fan of them either but uh but oh, mate, oh yeah. I, I don't mean it but yes those damn march flies and midges yeah yeah that's it but you know there's not much else like really getting in our way is there you know we, we, we seem to be tripping ourselves up all the time because we're looking for all these solutions but once you once you really let go, like you you would have had people on the mat when you've taught yin, you know to actually like help them de-escalate is is an art in itself. But once you once they let go, then you see the healing happen before your eyes. And I just believe it's the same with someone that's um, that's sick. If if they can just surrender to uh, to the healing process, that's that's a huge step in uh, in itself because it actually allows the the mind to lose tension, and then when that tension's gone and the body's uh, more coherent and can start to, to, to work properly again. I think as well, like for me, a key piece on that, having yeah, been, been a yin yoga teacher is I, I got really, again, because I'm, I, I feel like I, I orient myself, you know, from, you know, like uh, what well, perhaps it's, you know, a learnt thing from childhood, having a, you know, having a home, you know, bouncing back between and, you know, mitigating the wants of dad and mum and mm. orienting myself around them and their needs in each of the households. But I, I generally have a, a, a way of looking at the world. I orient myself internally from what's going on um, externally. And so when, when I am in, when I was a yin yoga teacher and been a raw foodist and all of a sudden I became, you know, very catabolic and started shedding that weight and started becoming really kind of light as a feather and 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 uh, my consistent practice was letting go mm. and um and i got overly obsessed with it mm. <laughs> attached attached got yeah. overly obsessed with um you yeah. know with with that letting go and what i and and i um i'm probably still um still healing healing from that to an extent but not realizing that you know let go and remember that the cycle will start again and then there will be a capacity, there will be the need to develop a capacity to move from that state of letting go to then again being engaged and super intent and intentional and yang. Mm. And then it's that capacity from to go from that place where you're charging and perhaps you go into some, um, to some, um, you know, like um, you can become attached for a moment mm. to to something, and um, become, you know, perhaps become a dog with a bone, and you know, be be very um, left hemisphere minded, and you know, very reductionist for a moment, and then remember, oh, that's right, I've been working on this. I know how to let go, and it's probably a good time for me to do that. And now I'm going to let go again, and then you start to oscillate between yin and yang. Mm. That stops being because everyone gets stuck in going. All right, now I'm and now let go, and they're like, let go, let go, let go, and, go, yin, yin, yin. <laughs> and then they go, oh my gosh, and that's when you see at the moment there's like, you can see the remedy to that happens in health, the health world constantly, where 
it's like it was like excessively vegan and raw foodist mm. and then the pendulum just swung back to like primal living eating raw organ carnivore constant weights you know all that kind of like you know ultra marathon just like you know mm-hmm. right, now i'm going again and i'm engaged and i'm yang and i'm yeah. i'm i'm you know i'm phallic like i'm piercing life yes and everyone they look back and like oh no that letting go it was just you know i'm actually going to grab life by the balls but then you're setting yourself up i think as again as you were like where that's going to be another place where you're so tight that then it's going to be like hey you need to let go and then it becomes a cathartic experience once again and then i think our, our our beautiful challenge right now is to ensure that we're not swinging the pendulum back and forth and then what we realize is the pendulum isn't actually attached to anything stagnant up above Mm. and when we start intentionally moving between that engagement intent and activity planning um you know taking by by, taking our own balls by the balls our own life by the balls like (laughs) then then and and then and then have that capacity to surrender and let go intentionally and be that written that's like be that kind of ninja Mm. you actually the pendulum starts perpetually moving forward and you realize you're not in a stagnant position which i think a lot of people do you know, they stay, they stay, they stay rooted. They think they're changing, but they actually just move the, the pendulum really far away from their own center mm. and then think that that's their identity. And then, and then they'll oh, swing it back. No, I wasn't right. I'm going to swing it back, but move it over here a little bit. But yeah, if you can learn how to go through that transition cycle between yin and yang in life, mm. surrender engagement, then, or, you know, expansion and contraction, then you, you start moving your pendulum all through the bloody you know <laughs> the, the whole terroir you know <laughs> it's like you start going forward and swooping around and you start flying a little bit and you can get you can like it's really a, it's a it's a magnificent thing when you can um that's like you know it's 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 very shamanic you know it's um and that's why i really relate especially to, to like all the shamanic traditions but especially the Taoists because it's just so practical as well. Oh, they were sense. just like talking about finding the Tao in taxation and working with their finances, mm. just as much as they were when they go into their sanctuaries in you know in the mountains. Mm. Looking, they look for their little cave because there's tea and spring water and tonic herbs growing around there. They're like, sweet, I can live here for a while and um, and live off a grain of rice every day, and then I'll just take ginseng and gynostemma and goji berry and reishi mushroom, and I'll meditate and do my qigong, mm. and I'll cultivate all my treasures. Then they go back into, you know, into the political landscape and engage with life once again. They've mm. got this incredible um, embodied ability to move between yin and yang and know and move past that. Um, it's almost like a disease of morality, mm. of getting attached to the wrong and rightness of, oh, yeah, that, this is, I'm getting all these insights now because I'm doing lots of meditation. This is the right way to live. Mm. They're just like, you know, you know what that's like. That's an attachment. Oh, go ahead, move that. I'll, go, I'll, go. I'll, yes. I'll work with that engage with what i need and then i'm going to move back into you know and i, I think about again like you know maybe it's chatting to you and reading siddhartha that stage it really strikes me constantly when he goes through that stage when he becomes this epic businessman learning the sexual arts mm. and he becomes this you know just in, in imports there on the port and just and, and learning and it's a huge part of the of the process but then it became a time where it's like now i'm ready to walk away from that and then I'll go and spend spend a few years on the boat looking at the water. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But but do, do you know what? 
But like you, you just uh, you would have heard the story of the fisherman that, that 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 goes and explores the world and gets asked when he made all this money, what what do you want to do when he um when he uh, when he gets back to balance again, he'll become a fisherman again. But I just think we that's another conversation itself. But we 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 have this this innate uh, knowing innate ability within us. This is why the world is so yang. You know, the world's trying to keep us disconnected from our true self, and and why balancing the yin is so important. And it's not something that's ever looked at in in, in Western society. You know, like for me, it was always go and be tight and be strong and fit and look like you're courageous and um, you know be be achieving and always in the mind, but. Once you let go of that, um, you get back to the real, the real harmony. And, and this is what I love about you and your products is you're actually like trying to provide that harmonization, which people are so unaware of. And, and, and these are the things in our capacity that we, we don't really understand. You know, if we can make it simple like you discussed before, I think that will actually give us that, um, that ability to be able to sort of tune back in again. Would you agree? Absolutely. It's, it's, once, for me, once I realised it's not a stagnant, it's 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 not a stagnant experience. I'm not moving between two stagnant points. Mm. I'm constantly moving forward into either uncharted territory or into territory that I have been before with a different outlook or a different way of <laughs> approaching it. it yeah. A lot changeful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, mate. It's interesting because the experiences will will always change. You know. You, your body knows, say, say if you're doing an athletic pursuit, so if you're doing a, you know, a, a, a bit of running and you haven't done it before, it just takes a little bit of while, a, a bit of a while for your mind to get out of the road and the body will take over and it'll, it'll just start to, start to take care of itself. But, you know, I just think we, um, we, we get attached to what we were like or, um, you know, what was working for us once upon a time. But when I get like that too much in the mind, I actually like stop and I think I'm grateful for that moment. I'm grateful for every breath that I took, which gave me the opportunity to take this breath now. You know, and once you can start to flip that mindset around, then I think you are more working with rhythm and with ease rather than sort of working against it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, if, if any, I mean, and sometimes it doesn't doesn't um, serve, especially when you know. I, I think. You, especially when it's such an intense time in life for many people, mm. sometimes it's just, you know, just getting a little finger over into the, you know, realizing the never ending, you know, the perpetual motion that you're in and the harmony that you're trying to create by getting into step now for your future self. Sometimes it's only like a, we just need to sit, like, touch that just a little bit. And remember, have faith in the process. You can just like it's hard to go through that transformation mm. from attachment to non-attachment, mm. and then to go into to a, a more intentionally driven um, form of it. All right, I'm going to attach, you know, or engage with this phase of my life and take on that responsibility. Or the, the, the responsibility is a is a is a, a big one because I, I think. It's it's in Taoism is the way I kind of had the um, had the, the click moment again. When your, your your Jing energy is related to your kidneys, it's stored in your kidneys, right? Mm-hmm. Again, we've been over how we can just dial in the way that we're living, ensure that we're not leaking our Jing. You can see it in in the West, people smashing two coffees in order to operate, mm-hmm. not because they enjoy them. 
that's a leaking of gene. You're reliant, right? Mm-hmm. You're absolutely reliant. You know, you can't relax without a beer versus just engaging with having a beer out of enjoyment. That's, you know, that's, that's, an, you know, that's, um, that's a reliance. Mm. So that's, that's not, um, that's a leaking of gene. Yeah. And so not right or wrong, but, you know, just, just, okay, get a little clues there. Okay, dial it in a little bit more. You're constantly going to be dialing in. But when the kidney water chi flows, so when you've, um, you know, when, when you've, you've got, a, got a handle over your fears, and that can be as much as your inner psychological fears, as much as just getting your affairs in order so you know you're not living in constant fear of, um, you know, dire stress from financial problems, mm. um, you know, so on and so forth. That's as much as, like, I just went, you know, engaged with... Um, Zenith, um, I had a podcast with Zenith Farago, who's a death walker, and she, you know, she's, I think we, I think I mentioned her to you, I think, are you, do you know Zenith? No, I don't, no, no, but I'd like to know more. Yeah, I mean, I just, I'm just, um, just, you know, supporting, you know, whether it's the people going, you know, um, terminal, um, people who are terminal or their, their families, whatever it is, you know, from a, from a non-ideological um, or religious place, you know, like giving space for people to have their own religious experiences. But she just gives people the distinction, the capacity to know what it takes to go through that that um, cycle of death, and um, and um, just ensure that it happens with grace as much as possible. Mm. And her first thing, because you know, obviously that, that can get pretty woo woo when you when you in, when you go through that. And, um, and I'm grateful I, I did have that conversation with her because then two months later, my father you know, became terminal and mm-hmm. I was able to bring, bring that intention there. But the first thing that she teaches is get your will and your affairs sorted so you are spiritually free to engage mm-hmm. with that process. Yeah. And that's the thing when I'm you know, going back, we're talking about getting you know, getting a handle on, on, we're talking about responsibility, taking on responsibility, the will to take on large tasks and take, you know, and, and, and take, you know, just like burden the, um, you know, shoulder the burden of life. And I'm, I'm just going back to, you know, a, a primary way to ensure that we do that, to keep the kidney water flowing. Mm. When we have a dysfunction of the flow of chi or a dysfunction of the way that our um, we're moving between particular hormonal cycles, whatever it is, We've got what we call the kidney water, what emanates as the kidney water and through you know, all about these internal systems and organs, there's dysfunction. And when there's dysfunction then, in the Taoist perspective, we don't have the um, spirit of, or the personality or clear thinking of the kidneys, mm. of the kidney water. Mm. And that's when you, you, you fall into fear. That's, that's, that's what emanates. And unless that kidney water can flow, whether the problem is there at the kidney water or whether there's something upstream, you know, in the um, in the in the spleen that needs to be sorted, that's where it's good to get with a classical acupuncture to sort. But nonetheless, if you if you look at that that fear that fear based living, it's often so at the at the foundations of everything. And I'm just talking about say in in death example, it's if we can get our affairs in order to the best of our ability. Yes. Um, If we can, as well as understand, we're not that complicated. You understand your excessive emotions, maybe talk to someone about it, bring it up in your meditative practice. You you know, for, for me, it's, um, it's you know, it's, it's, it's it's the anger and frustration. I understand that, that, 
that part of me. And so I just, I, I watch it and I'm like, okay, cool. I've, I'm, I know that's there and I'm, and I'm working with that as well as then looking at your life, you know, just looking at like how you set up financially. Have you got your affairs in order? Have you got your will in order? You know, what, like, what do you, have you got a family? Okay. What do you do if you lose your income? All those kinds of things, you know, you start, the internet's a crazy thing. So you can go and engage with actually learning cash flow and start getting your accounts in order that doesn't seem overly spiritual but when you look at the Taoist approach our what we're trying to do is be the bridge between heaven and earth mm. and the part of that heavenly intention the ultimate purposeful spiritual you know like expression that we feel we're here to do in order to have that balance out here in in our actions in our intent and be manifested we also need to balance out just that that hidden fear that can emerge if that water doesn't flow and that's really that's tied into the way that we've set up our affairs and we've set up our life mm. so that we don't have this some subconscious fear sitting in the background mm, well, and so yeah go ahead mate keep, keep, keep going well then just like and that gets that gets into a practical side of things which i think is an important one that doesn't really get spoken about you know that's a long game so how do you therefore move through that from the for, let's look at it from keep stay in the Taoist way of looking at it and i'm not asking for anyone to you know take this and then think you need to remember all this it's just a way of relating to the reality of the nature of your body this is just their storytelling way of doing it so if we look at the kidney water spirit or personality or mind when it's not in an excessive state of fear what does emerge when the, the spirit, the je of the, um, that's the je, is the, the spirit, what emanates there and its primary um, attribute or virtue and what it translates to as roughly is you've got this will. And it's so important, this will, that the Tao has considered it the fourth treasure. Our primary treasures, the most sacred things in our body worth cherishing. Our jing, our chi, our shen. And then they're like, well, and your will. Mm -hmm. Because if you are in a constant state of fear, and, and that's, you know, that's why they talk about tax. <laughs> they're like, dude, do not avoid parts of your life that even if you're out of your control and you don't agree with them, don't stick your head out of the grass so early that you're going to get whacked. You know, you know get... Mm -hmm. You know, just just make sure that you're dialed, you're okay, your family's okay, so that you can continue for your long life, continue to cherish, you know, like um, cherish your treasures. And so, if you can start there with your jing, if you can acknowledge your fear, and then get your lifestyle, your sleep, your breath work, um, your you know, to the best of your ability, you only just spend a lot of money on diet. Just you know, start start watching how you your body relates to the food that you're putting in as you as your kidney water starts to flow in that sense because it it it, it does recover quite quickly in in that sense and is going to have a lot of fear more more than anything not based on your financial situation it's going to be based on your biological situation mm. and if you can start dialing that in and go wow i've got a lot of control here right i'm like really in the sovereign um driver's seat here of my health all of a sudden what you see emerging is your, your your will and that will is your desire to take on large tasks mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and so it's i i found it and it's it, it's it's a treasure because they say it needs consistently to be cherished and consistently to be cultivated and and held um and, and held as to be a precious thing so that's why our basic building blocks of life start to ensure that we 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 have 
that's even if it's slight in the beginning, like, yeah, I'll take that on. I'll take on that challenge. I'll take on that responsibility in life because you've, you've got the organic will emerging from your kidneys, right? Mm. Because your water cheese flowing. Mm. That is, that's once you get there and once you know that part of your cycle, you can have anything mm. thrown at you in life. Mm. You know, maybe sometimes it'll hit you and knock you off center. You know what you've got to do. You've got to not deviate from your own, from your own center even further. Mm try and get back there as soon as possible and then lo and behold emerges once again that part of you that's like i'm going to take on that that task and that responsibility i'm going to i'm going to take that weight on my shoulders and um, i'm going to carry that forth and ultimately that that creates you that you know that that that, that, that pressure that you put yourself under as long as you understand how much you can actually take and you take on a sustainable amount as you go on more and more just like lifting heavy weights your bones start to grow and get nice and gooey and in, in relation to your tendons and your ligaments and your muscles and you actually start to be able to go i can actually take on a shitload of weight and responsibility mm -hmm. right here and then you get even better mm -hmm. and you start knowing how to um start knowing how to integ integrate with a community where you take on responsibility and you know how to you know, inspire and others taking on that responsibility, how to dial in their capacity and want to take on, take the weight on their shoulders. And then you've got a, you know, you've got a brotherhood and a family and a tribe that do it with you. And it's not just all on your back anymore. So mm. well that's said. a... Mm. Sorry, mate, keep going. That was there. Uh, keep going. Mm. You, you're on some good things here. So keep rolling, <laughs> mate. Keep rolling. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean it's, um, I, mean, I, I, I was just going to say, and that's something I don't get to talk about much, but especially in the context of the work you do i um it's one of those things that like i in my work as a as a ceo right now you know every every bit of um in every bit of mentorship and all the the books that i'm reading to to onboard myself into what this job fucking is i have no fucking idea what it is <laughs> it's still, still evolving which is a good thing yeah i've been doing it you know i've had the business for 10 years and my wife was the ceo for for a while and now she's with the second um, baby it's like all right cool i'm like i'm feeling yeah i, I do i want to take it I'm, I'm, i want to take it back on um in, in all of this there it's like look you just gotta you're you know the prime primary part of the job is to continue to remind everyone of the vision continue to remind everyone of what the values are the drivers mm -hmm. remind of what those little pillar pieces are of the way that we operate that keep us going remind 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 bring it to life bring it to life blow on the embers blow on the embers mm. um and it's the same enough we do to ourselves for our family for our brothers if we can continue to remind about those little basic things like and you you'd probably see that pattern come up in the men's circles it's like all well and good for me to talk about this responsibility and um and that will and, you know, and getting getting our kidneys dialed in. But then we need to constantly remind, because when we're in the trenches of life, we forget, hey, bro, you know, are you doing this? Are you doing that? Have you got your sleep dialed? You go, no, 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 I don't. All right, well, what do we need to do? I'm really fucking far off my, like I've fucked my sleep and I'm, <laughs> I'm needing to drink or smoke weed or it's like, it's okay, it's okay. Let's just like, why is that happening? What do we need to do? Constantly adjusting and tweaking and weaving, you know, as we go along. So that's why, you know, it's why it's so important to have a community of men and um, the community of everyone around constantly remind, 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 because you know, CEO is just fucking, just, just been a leader and, mm. and it's, it's just a role. Everyone can do it. When you see what the primary functions of a leader are, you're like, oh, yeah, I can do that. Anyone can do that. Like, like literally anyone. 
Some people just might not want to, and that's cool because we need other other parts of the organization coming along. But even there's a part of it in everyone's job is just a remind of those basics, just remind of those basics. And that simplicity comes about and it's just it's the same in our for us in our little um, communities and families, we just got to be like, all right, I'm getting down and blowing on the embers again, mm-hmm. again, again. So yeah, mate, amazing. Well said. You know, look, you're right, and it's an evolution. I guess, you know, the most dialed in people that I know that they see every day as being just a unique opportunity to have an experience that they've never experienced before, and 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 you know, yeah, you're right, like. If you can approach your role with what you're doing with with wonder and joy and what can we create here you've already created some amazing things and then that'll that'll bring some lightness um you know we're we're very heavy and you look at the user university model that actually creates heaviness in in us so if you went to uni and did an mba you've got all this shit going on in your head before you can put energy into actually creating something in your business which is going to be um, joyful, you know, the highest levels of consciousness, joy, compassion, gratitude, all that sort of stuff. If you can really sort of hone in on that, I think everything will take care of itself. And, and you know, you, you, you've created a business which is, which, which is very unique and helping a lot of people. But I want to know, Mason, now, like, where would your health be on a scale of 1 to 10? Where do you think you're at? I really don't know. I mean, I, health... Um I've started having a lot of qualms with even the term health mm. because I've got such a proclivity to d- derive my my health status from kicking back against an institution or a Western culture or where I was previously mm. or the way I was brought up. And it doesn't help me orient. My, it helps me orient. I kick back a little bit as long as I don't get kicked too far. Yeah. But when, I, you know, when you have your hissy fit, and I'm just like, fucking Western medical, and then <laughs> kick, 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 kick. I'm, how am I ever going to find balance? Because I'm not using that kick, and I'm not gently and intentionally kicking off to find, you know, to find that, that centeredness so I can fly through life yeah. myself. So, and health comes with this, you know, with this, you know, it, it, it comes implied that something's healthy and something's unhealthy. Mm. Um, and so I... I, I don't. I don't know, and, I, and I've. I've really because um, I. I do. I. You know, there's certain things that I'm doing that I would have traditionally, or you know, in the past, deemed unhealthy. Therefore, I'm being unsuccessful mm. in with my health. But then again, I. I like opening up a can of worms of what, you know, these. You know, what, you know, these little habits that I've things that I do, or you know, just like maybe not having something perfectly dialed as I used to I, I like opening up those can of worms because like ultimately it's probably going to teach me something um and so in i'm in my perpetual journey of distinguishing between healthy and unhealthy and mm. what harmony is for me and making sure i don't get to the get to my deathbed and at um whenever that is and be like oh gosh i'm not like i don't have as much capacity for spontaneous joy but at least I ticked all the boxes with my with what was seen as conventionally being healthy yeah. in my life. That's a win, I think. Um, That's true. So, but I um I I've, I've, I'm I, I'd say very good. Um, yeah. Just considering that my um, my family unit, where we're really you know feeling a lot of love and with each for each other, and where we're also not not afraid to step on each other's toes and. 
engage in healthy, you know, you know, debate and, you know, have like, you know, have conflict. And, and, and I'm, I'm reading a book about meetings at the moment and they're like, um, and this is what, where, I'm, where I'm driving that from, is they're like, the worst thing about, you can see an organization's kind of like dead if it's meetings are dead. You know, if they're just boring ass meetings and yes. what's lacking is this, this conflict. Yep. You know, your capacity to just jump in and say what you actually feel, trust each other enough to call each other out in ways you're behaving and, and really go it, you know, and really stand for what you what you believe in. And then as well as the capacity to then let go and then allow the process to unfold and go, I gave it my best and maybe I need to learn to debate better next time or stand or do my research or whatever it is. But nonetheless, I have intention, know what I'm talking about. You know, maybe I need to get over myself a little bit more in order to contribute to the way we form this thing. And that's where I'm at with my family, I think. And um, we're really in a creation cycle. So I'm, I'm less going, oh, where do I want to be? And trying to like oh, know exactly where I want to be, but I'm really engaged in the process of um, creating it as we go along and then getting clear as we, as we, um, as we journey through it. Uh, yeah, that's, this is, that's, it's like mining for our, for our core virtues and values and what we love about life and mining them, really mining them mm. and going, yeah, that's what I, life is about for us and our family. And so I'm really engaged with that. And I'm really engaged in my business and, I'm, I'm probably feeling, you know, even though my, my, my health regime isn't as dialed as it always has been and used to be, I'm feeling really in love with, you know, with myself and my body um, in, in, every, in every endeavor, even, you know, even in times when I'm like, oh, I know it's a rule I shouldn't be doing, doing this, <laughs> um, my own, you know, self-inflicted rule. I just, I've got, I feel so much love and compassion and faith, mm. so much faith and trust in myself. I'm like, you're, you're, you, you know, ex keep exploring. You, I know you're going to move it. I know you're going to keep on moving. I know you're going to get it. Okay. And I've, and that's, and I've had that from my wife and I've, um, you know, more and more, you know, I, I feel it from my colleagues and, and then, you know, my daughter. So I, I feel, I feel good. I think my health is in a good place with all that considered. Encouragement, mate. That's, that's awesome. Just quickly, we're going to run out of time soon, but yep. mushrooms, like when did your, your passion start with mushrooms and why are you so passionate about what they can actually do for a human? Probably 12 years ago when I was meant to be doing my last year of uni and instead I was just like, mm, I'm going to just study Taoism instead. <laughs> and then, um, oh, the, like the mushrooms in particular, so the Taoist system has many of the herbs called the superior herbs these are the herbs that help us cultivate life, which means they cultivate Jing Chi or Shen or will. Mm -hmm. And um, um, the mushrooms were the ones I, I kind of had it half from a um, Western context and half from a um, from a Taoist one. And I was just um, there was just no drawback. There was just no reason not to have mushrooms in my life. What they did immunologically, what they did for helping integration processes for bringing modulation to the nervous system, to all, all types of chi within the body, just from a Western sense, just that we are literally hardwired for these medicinal tree mushrooms, not the psychedelic ones or the culinary ones, these tree mushrooms, part of the medicine system, non-psychedelic, they just, they just activate the immune system. They don't stimulate it, they turn it on, mm. right? Mm. Mm. And if you're turned on, you can engage. Yeah, agree, mate. Turn, yeah. You want to talk about, like, you know, that... The body's trying to heal itself at all times and you put yourself you take yourself out of the clinic room and you put yourself in the stream of healing that's constantly there flowing in the rivers of life fucking mushrooms just like just drag your 
drag your roots, your, your rooted ideological self from underground to the stream to drink a little bit of that water. And, um, and they just, they connect, they, well, they, they connect you to it through the mycelium. They run, they connect the trees, they connect, you know, the, the minerals to the sprouts, so on and so forth. And they do that in the body and they just turn all the, the immune cell activity that you get. It's just like at a time like this, it's criminal that, that every single person in the world hasn't been given um, free medicinal mushrooms if they really care, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> or, uh, and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, Pro- proper guidance on what they can do to heal. Yeah, so go ahead. That's another, another podcast in itself. It is. Um, <laughs> and I know we don't have too much time. Funnily enough, after this, I'm going and talking at a psychedelic summit. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> Uh, talking about that. talking about medicinal mushrooms, uh, yeah. um, I think we we maybe will we'll need to jump on and just talk herbs. But mm. for the guys listening, just get onto like a mushroom blend. You know, there's lots of out there. I mean, if you're going to engage with super feasts, just if you do capsules, just get onto like the mushroom mate. It's just so amazing for the entire endocrine system, nervous system, immune system, but the spirit, anxious, you know, feelings of anxiousness. Um, just their, their use in, in instances of depression and, and so on and so forth is uh, just like it's just worth getting onto it. And um, if any of you have really resonated with that conversation around Jing, get onto it. Like there's a formula we have called Jing, J I N G, or perhaps it's something more and um, you know more of a herb that really em- embodies the masculine Yang. Perhaps it's Eucomia bark, um, starting with an E U, Eucomia or cordyceps mushrooms, just to kind of feel that, that kidney yang being re, um, reintroduced to the body mm. so that from your place of surrender and softness, you can still feel that erectness and that phallic-like capacity to go and engage with life. Mm. I think that's where most of the guys really enjoy the, the, herb, the herbal practice. And um, a lot of guys as well, like maybe aren't feeling exhausted. So get onto the mushrooms, beautiful chi herbs as well, the mushroom. But there's a blend called chi blend as well. And for guys that aren't quite feeling complete exhaustion, they're just like, oh, they're just feeling life has gone on and on and on and on and on. Jesus Christ. Mm. The chi blend is that one that's like, yep, continue to stay in motion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stay animated. Yep, keep on moving that emotion. Keep on moving that emotion. And then um, there's probably a third formula, which I know you've, you, you, we've, we've chatted about briefly, is the Shen blend. And so the Shen blend is when you're feeling like I really want to deliver that consciousness through my heart to the rest of my body mm. and continue to have, you know, perhaps having a little bit of the Shen blend with all those Shen herbs, the reishi mushroom, um, the asparagus root, now busy a flower, that, that which regulates the heart fire so your spirit can sit comfortably around your heart fire not too hot not too cold Mm. and if you engage with that in a meditative um meditative practice really beautiful or even yoga practice you can really feel your your heart blossoming when you go through that process and some guys that are like really you know they they're jacked throughout the day perhaps it's really good for them wet taking shen in the morning because it helps them just get into their heart and stay level and stay really yang but centered and controlled mm. and um for, for others it's just a beautiful um more of a yin blend that they want to have maybe a couple times a week mm. um in the beginning you can have it every day but you know eventually it's probably one that guys will just move towards feeling intuitively that it's like yeah i'll just have that a couple of times a week in the evening with a meditation or with a bit of breath or just coming down before sleep mm, amazing mate i 
I need to get some more products by the sounds of it, the capsules and the gin, because I don't have that. I've got the Mason's mushrooms and I've got the neural nectar and the Shen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so get I'm, that brain firing. Yeah, yeah. brain firing. That's supporting all the organs that ensure that our brain can fire. That's true. And, and it's interesting with me because I know I'm ready for a shift and a change because I know I'm feeling digestive distress sometimes. And you know, I had my first meal today at lunchtime before we spoke and it's still processing now but when i'm like go, just just getting off track a bit but when i was like running a lot and sort of getting towards the you know the ultra scene and all that sort of stuff about really pushing my body my digestion was just perfect i, I could eat anything and everything would work really well and and that's that's still attachment to to, to how good i can feel you know uh, i know how good i can feel and how my body can work better but um because it's not um, working optimally, like today, uh, my practice is a couple of hours every day primarily, and that's you know movement and it's meditation and so forth. But uh, that that practice needs some tweaking because uh, today it was just rebounding, some boxing, and um, you know some some yoga and some um, some meditation. But yeah, if I can just get my digestion digestion working well, my my mind is so much clearer, as you know, and uh, as it is with most guys, but. You know, nine out of ten people walking around there are in digestive distress consistently, you know, and I just think if we can be smarter about that and use products which can support our digestion, then, you know, we can be a bit more in flow with what's meant for us. Would you agree? Yeah, and, and the mushrooms are like little digestive masters as well as the the chi blend I'll mention again. There's all these little happy accidents that happen with tonic herbs. You're just like, oh, and it does that, and it does that. Oh, shit, okay, that's a bonus. Like the, the tonic... The, the tonic capacity to, to help digestion, especially the mushrooms, mm. prebiotic, they're prebiotic. So you're, you're feeding indigenous um, bacteria there, mm. um, as well as the chi blend, toning the spleen. And if you can tone the spleen, you are laughing. Mm. That's, mm. When, that's when you can really derive strength in the way that you digest. So, yeah, mm. that's what I've, yeah, I reckon, I reckon a few guys could... And delve in there and enjoy enjoy a couple of those blends. Helps them help themselves. That's for sure, mate. Um, yes, you, you're right. I I'll always take it before I eat. You know, I'll have some before I eat, and then I'll um, uh, and then maybe I'll have some shen before bed. But I'm gonna like re reset things with regards to the way I do that. But you know, mate, it's amazing because there's all these natural things that come from nature that we are unaware of, and you know, so so. You need to be proud of, uh, of yourself to be able to, you know, really explore what you've explored and what you've created. But, you know, we've just been conditioned to go to the chemist, go to the chemist. So I went there for the first time the other day to get some hair ties because my hair's getting too long. And <laughs> and um, I just couldn't believe the lineup of people there, you know, and, and the unconsciousness of the comments coming from the people and, and those sorts of things. And I really see that with compassion because I was one of them, you know, and I know I know what it's like to be in that uh in that mindset of um, of just looking outside yourself for uh, for answers, but all the answers are really within you if you can start to really explore that and use things which support you rather than sort of you know give quick interventions. I mean, yeah, it's look. Some it's nice that we have live in a society where we can get that support every now and then when we don't have the capacity to take it on all ourselves. But again, it's about the transition and remembering. I will also remember to slightly let go of that that pole that's mm. keeping me up mm. and 
take some more sovereignty and responsibility to the way that I approach my health. Mm, that's true, mate. Take take your power back at the end of the day. Mate, um, this is the longest pop, pop podcast I've ever done, so well done. Um, Thank you. <laughs> how can people get hold of you, mate, or look at the, the, the amazing work that you're doing? Yeah, best, best way is for the herbs through superfeast.com.au. Um, if you're in America, superfeast.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, for me, my little comedic endeavours and everything else that I do, ranting and raving, it's through my personal Instagram, Mason J. Taylor. Mm, okay, I'll have to follow you. I don't think I am, but I'll, I'll definitely do that. And um, there's probably a few Mason Taylors out there, so hence the J. Yeah, get the J. <laughs> and J for Jing, which is a good way to finish it, mate. So keep your Jing up, Jing up, and uh, you'll live a prosperous, healthy, happy life. Uh, I've just learned from this conversation, mate. So really grateful for the chat, Mason. I reckon we're going to have many more, which is going to be really helpful for a lot of people out there to be able to create some self-awareness and. Uh, bring some tools and things into their life which can support their physical and mental well-being. So well done. Thank you so much. Thanks, mate. Big love to you and everyone listening. Guys, thanks so much for listening in. What a amazing knowledge Mason, uh, sorry, Mason has with regards to everything about being intuitive with the way that we work internally, which we don't know, we're not aware of. So... I hope you enjoyed this chat and I hope that you start to become able to question things and what's going on in your body and uh, maybe to be able to reach out to him or look at some other alternatives uh, which can help you um, function a little bit better. You know, imagine how good it would be if you just felt alive all the time, um, how much better life will actually be. So I think he's got the tools there with regards to some of the products and what they can actually do for us. So. Check, check them out. Also, um, yeah, just do some research uh, into your own body and sort of notice what's working for you and what's not and then start to uh, be a bit more uh, intuitive, as I said, around that. And I think your whole life will uh, will completely change. So appreciate your feedback. Support that back, Please share this conversation with others. I think it's going to help a lot of people. Uh, uh, Saturday afternoon here. Thanks so much for your time. It's Sunday afternoon coming. We've got a great guest coming on tomorrow with um, uh, a whole different angle on, uh, on spirituality and uh, the way that we can uh, optimise our purpose here in this uh, lifetime. So appreciate you joining in. Cheers.